Hi everyone, I'm your host, Brittany Nicole, and this is The Female Millennial, a podcast where you get to have girl talk with me and some of your favorite boss babes. We're going to be talking about career, balance, and what it really takes to become successful in your industry. So grab your coffee and your notebook. Let's chat, shall we? Hey guys, welcome back to the Female Millennial Podcast. I am your host, Brittany Nicole. And for today's episode, we are recording with Listening Party inside of Canal Street Radio. So you guys know how much of a goal of mine it was for this year to be able to bring guests on the podcast. And thanks to Listening Party, I can now do so comfortably inside of Canal Street Radio. Speaking of guests, today we will be chatting with another boss babe who is literally killing the game. Mikaela Verilian. Mikaela moved to New York fall of 2014, and since moving, she's worked as a full-time accountant for 3.5 years and began her blog while doing so. Most recently, she quit her full-time accounting job to pursue content creation full-time. She has been able to work with brands such as H&M, Nike, Bloomingdale's, ASOS, Savage Fenty, Fenty Beauty, Clinique, and way, way more. Her work as a creative director has been featured in publications such as Teen Vogue, Refinery29, New York Magazine, The Cut, Nylon, and way more. She loves fashion, beauty, but most importantly, she loves inspiring young women to be a better version of themselves. Okay, so girl, welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you. I know we were just talking about how the last time we saw each other and like, everything was at the hairstyle media kendra scott event so what's been up um a lot has been (laughs) happening but it's better for you to guess i guess ask me what really has what really have i been up to then i can like answer because there's so much i feel like i've been traveling for the last two months so where have you been um most recently i was in california which was cool i went to a wedding in california Mm -hmm. and then after that i ended up um staying there for work Mm -hmm. my management is in california so i met up with them i got to meet up with like refining 29 team yeah and the main base in refining 29 is out in new york but i got to meet the la team yeah Yeah. yeah. it's their la office is much smaller than the new york office okay got it but they do a lot of video there i got to meet with like pop sugar just like different people that i always wanted to meet i saw the nasty girl headquarters which was like crazy I don't know if you ever saw the Netflix movie that they have. It's I did, like I did. It looks exactly, really? the headquarters looks exactly the same. Oh, my God. Um, so there was that. But then I ended up getting booked for something. Um, it's not really a secret anymore. It's going to come out in like a week mm-hmm. with Refining29 and Alta Beauty. <gasps> so it's like a hair transformation thing. Oh and um, while I was in California yeah. working, I actually booked the job and I had to fly back out wow. to New York. So that's kind of what I've been up to. It's been really a lot. And I went to Atlanta for a good friend of mine she's yeah. having a baby oh my god so um i went to that Tis traveled home <laughs> yeah but i'm not planning on traveling anytime soon yeah. for well, like at good. least after my birthday well you have to rest so i think that's probably why i'm sick to be honest yeah because you've been going 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 <laughs> and, now and not stopping finally, yeah yeah this summer i feel like the last three months have been super super intense Isn't and i haven't been blinked saying blinked no yeah <laughs> it was like blinked <laughs> It's fall. I love fall, though, but <laughs> I too. feel like I haven't really been saying no to anything. So it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, girl, I feel you. So let's get into about you. It's like I know about you, but our listeners might not. So tell us a little about a little bit about you and what you do. 
a little bit about me. So I do a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, most recently, I feel like I've taken a little bit more of a few titles. Okay. Um, so originally, I guess I was just a content creator. Mm-hmm. And you have this new word called influencer, which I never really cared yeah. too much about. And we kind of spoke we about did. it on your panel. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, content creator, influencer, now model, because I've had, I feel like I've had enough modeling jobs that mm-hmm. I can actually give myself that title. Yeah. And also creative director. Wow, that creative director title is very strong. Yeah, I, I've been working hard on oof, it. I just got chills like hearing <laughs> that. <laughs> all right, so for those who might not be familiar with like this industry and like all of those different titles, kind of like give us a rundown about your job. Like, what's the best way you would describe like your a typical day in your life? A typical day in my life, I wake up. First thing I do mm-hmm. is I pray. Yeah. Like I'm a big, I'm very spiritual, so I pray. Um, and if I don't, I forget and I get mad like, oh, my God, why didn't I pray? But yeah. it's very rare that I forget. Does it really um, set the tone for your day? Yes, it does. Yeah. I have to pray because you wake up and how do you just wake up and just be like, I just woke up. Mm-hmm. Like you you literally woke up to another day exactly. in your life. So Show gratitude. I think that to me is really important. Then after that, I just check my emails because yeah. I literally check my emails probably every five minutes if i'm not girl like, same so i check my emails um because my management is out in california mm-hmm. so i know they probably they always send me some text some email something yeah. by around like maybe 10 okay which is for them around eight o'clock okay so around then that's why like i start up before they get there so that i can catch up to things so emails right after emails if i don't if i'm home i check emails all the time mm-hmm. but if i'm on the job and i know that i have a shoot like maybe 8 a.m 9 a.m i'm out of the house by at least seven to eight Mm. um depending on how my day is right but i i will say that the only thing that's very consistent about my everyday life is that i pray and i check emails in the morning um everything else as a freelancer your day is really never the same Mm -hmm. and i feel like that's something that's super important because there's no same day Mm -hmm. you don't and even sometimes even when i have when my day is actually planned um it changes because then you get a email like i really want you to come to this event and actually i want you to work the event so you have to go early and like Mm -hmm. your day can be planned and it shifts yeah like this and a lot of the times brand work especially if you're working with brands Mm -hmm. um the timeline is so fast and you need to understand yep. and it's either yes or no. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, uh, <laughs> you know, so I don't know. I don't think every day is the same, which mm-hmm. is something that I really, really love. Yeah. And I knew that going into it. So, okay. So yeah. take us back, take us back. Like before this was your life right now, <laughs> what were you doing? Give us some background. And then how did you end up going full time? So I moved to New York in 2014. Mm -hmm. I moved here with like a mission. I feel like everyone that moves to New York, L.A., Atlanta, Chicago, those places, I feel like you you're moving there with purpose, whether you want to start something new or you go in knowing what you already want to do. And for me, I really want to do acting. That's like my love. That's what I really, really want to do. So I moved here coming from working from a big four accounting firm. And if anyone doesn't know what that is, a big four accounting firm is like top four firms um, in the accounting world, Mm -hmm. which goes from Pricewaterhouse, Deloitte, KPMG Mm -hmm. and Ernest and Young. Mm. And I really, really wanted to work for a big four really bad. And I got to intern for big four and I was like, damn, I hate this so much. And I worked for the top one Pricewaterhouse and I was Mm -hmm. like, Oh my God, I'm so excited about this. But then when I actually was there, Mm -hmm. I was like, this really sucks. Mm. And 
I was working from 9 a.m. to 2 in the morning. Oh, my God. Yeah. And it was busy season and they put me in tax. And yeah. I always I thought this was like the I was so excited because mm -hmm. I got put onto the Goldman Sachs team. Mm. And if you know anything about financials, Goldman Sachs is a big deal. So it's yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm on the Goldman Sachs team. This is amazing. Mm -hmm. And then I'm like, I want money. So I'm going to work every day. If you yeah. need me to stay till 2 p.m., I'm the one that would raise my hand. I'll stay. Yeah. But I was so bored. Like, mm -hmm. you're doing such uh, tedious work, but yeah. it's it becomes brainless work. Because mm -hmm. two plus two always equal four. Right. And if you have the mindset of math and you get it, yeah. then you get it. And it just becomes a systematic thing. You right. go to work. You do your work. Mm -hmm. You leave. Yeah. You go to sleep. You wake up. You go to work. You do mm -hmm. your work. You leave. Yeah, you cycle, go to sleep. It's, it becomes a cycle and it becomes mm -hmm. the same thing, which yeah. is very different from what I was saying that now my life is different every right. single day. You can't control it, um, but different in a good way. Mm -hmm. So then after when I moved here, I quit that job. I moved to New York and I'm like, I'm going to do acting. Yeah. And you're you have this boost of energy. Everything is new. Everything is fresh. Mm -hmm. Everything is happy. And then you're like, oh, I actually don't know where to start. I don't yeah. know anyone. I don't know anything. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. um, then I started finding out information going to auditions i started acting school mm -hmm. um and then uh there's this uh commercial that i was uh, auditioning for for marshall's mm. and i'm like oh my god i got a marshall's <laughs> audition this is a big deal yeah. for marshall's right, right. <laughs> and i'm like this is a big deal then i go inside of the room and the producer's like how many followers do you have and i'm like um Wait, what? Wait, so <laughs> let's... Oh, so, okay, so what's the timeline? Like, what year is this? This is 2015 now. Oh, okay. This is 2015. Wow. I moved the September 15, 2014. Okay. So this is 2015. Mm -hmm. And it takes... It took me a few months to get going and right. figuring things out. Yeah. This is 2015. Okay. Um, I actually skipped a part. I got broke after uh, <laughs> just doing acting yeah. for whatever, it was like six months. Mm -hmm. And in New York, your money drowns. Goes so it fast. goes so fast. 10K sounds like a lot, but yep. it could be, if you're not actually working ten and making money, exactly. 10K doesn't mean anything. Mm -hmm. So in between that, I actually ended up getting a job around this time. Mm -hmm. I think it was October or, yeah, around October, um, I ended up getting a job, and the first job I got was on Wall Street, which mm. was for the government, a really great job, and I stayed there for three years. Okay. Um, but I still wanted to try to pursue what I wanted yeah. to pursue, and that's in the midst of getting the Marshalls audition. So right. I go in, the guy's like, oh, how many followers do you have? Uh -huh. And I was just so confused, because I'm <laughs> like, actors, you're an actor. You're yeah. here to do the work right. and give life and bring personality mm -hmm. to the camera not how many followers do i have right. why does that matter um but it's a new world and it, it does yeah. unless you're auditioning for something i guess that's super serious but mm -hmm. other than that i think that to start off they'll rather hire someone that has more followers than someone right. that doesn't and yeah. that's super unfortunate but mm -hmm. um that's when i knew i was like damn i need to do something with social media yeah. because I don't have no followers. Well, <laughs> I had followers like a normal person, like maybe yeah. a thousand, two thousand at mm -hmm. that. But it was nothing compared to what I have now and what they apparently were looking for. And yeah. I feel like if I did have the follower count that they may have wanted, mm -hmm. I would have probably gotten the Marshall's audition. Isn't that so but, crazy? Um, that's the life that we live in now. It's super interesting. Um, but something I did realize, like if you think about, um, do you know Shay Mitchell? Yeah. From yeah. Um, Pretty Little Lives. Mm -hmm. I love her. We all love her, yeah. but 
to be quite honest, she's doing the best out of all of them she because is. she is popping on social media. Yeah. And she's still and one of the girls is like a producer and director and doing other things and some of them are doing yeah. other things too. But she's the most influential one mm-hmm. out of all of them because she ended up going towards the social media route so her rates are very different (laughs) than all of them and she didn't her role uh, they all had they were all main ones Mm -hmm. but and pretty little lies i don't remember her having such a big big not as big as like some of the other ones yeah no not at all but she came out even her youtube is popping her youtube her life everything Mm -hmm. she's pregnant now i know but um so yeah that's kind of how social media got started and i was like okay maybe i need to take this social media thing seriously mm-hmm. so then i started a blog yeah. which i don't even keep up with blogs anymore because mm-hmm. i never seen myself as a writer but again when you don't know you think that's what you have to do because right. that's what everyone else is doing to get the platform mm-hmm. and i had no one to ask questions so i was yeah. like this is what i have to do and figure it out on my own and then i ended up figuring it mm-hmm. out and i'm like i'm not a writer um i love reading yeah. i love reading articles i love publications mm-hmm. but i'm not for me on the receiving end i'm more of a visual person and yeah. i like creating visuals um, so I kind of stopped writing on my blog mm-hmm. probably last year when I realized Instagram was doing really well for me. And that's where the term influencer came Yeah, because a lot of influencers are not writers. They're yeah. just people that create really cool content mm-hmm. for Instagram, for brands. And, um, I found myself doing that. Yeah. And then that's when I was like, all right, I guess I'm more of a content creator than a blogger. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of how that got started for content creation mm-hmm. in terms of modeling. Yeah. Um, I got into modeling. I think the first job, I think it was refining 29 that actually gave me my first job. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it was through stock photos. They have this mm-hmm. stock photos. I don't know if you know what that is, but mm-hmm. if you don't, it's um, basically photos that they shoot it for all ranges got of it. like, okay. I'm shooting with money if they have articles that relate to money and they want specifically a woman of color Mm -hmm. that has money. Um, You're shooting with really fancy clothes if they have an article with something that just relates to it. It's like a thumbnail to click Mm-hmm. on the article to oh, get that's it so interesting yeah it's re- i didn't know what it was i was yeah. just like oh yeah i'll do it mm-hmm. <laughs> like because i wanted to get a start so i was like yeah whatever yeah and then i realized that that's the thing you make like kind of stupid decisions in the beginning because you don't know because mm-hmm. i think it was like they're still using some of those photos now and that was like maybe three years ago oh, yeah and i'm like damn that was like a really low rate for and something that so much still, sense yeah right. they're lo- they're using these pictures still like they even used my picture on shade room and like people were like tagging me because they wrote an what? article about the uh founder of shade room and i guess the founder of shade room is a female and uh-huh. she's a black woman oh, wow. and um for the Refining29 article that they mm-hmm. wrote about her, they used my picture. And I was like, this absolutely makes no sense. But it's a uh, it's a stock photo. So mm. maybe she didn't want her picture in there. And they felt like they needed someone of color. So they used my photo as Basically the what you're saying is that you're the founder of Shade Room. <laughs> no, I am not the founder <laughs> of Shade Room. I am not saying that. Um, no, but I do love Shade Room. Um, so that's how modeling kind of started. I always wanted to do modeling, but I don't think that was ever the traditional model. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think obviously that's changing. Um, so there's that. And from then I think I've been doing a lot of different, really cool gigs for different brands, Mm -hmm. um, from Macy's, which was most recently, um, Smashbox. Um, what else have I done? Hanky Panky, which is like a really great, uh, 
Intimates brand, mm-hmm. Savage Fenty, mm-hmm. um, Teen Vogue. Yeah. Yeah. Talk some to good us a stuff. little bit about what you did for Teen Vogue. So that's, so we went right into the creative direction stuff. Yeah. So I have always loved magazines and mm-hmm. stuff like that and creating visuals that I never really saw people of color in. So I always wanted to do that. Um, I was with a child that would always like see magazines and be like, oh, because my mom didn't let me go out or do anything. Mm -hmm. Um, So anyways, uh, in terms of how did I get the Teen Vogue, I did two things with Teen Vogue. The first one, it wasn't something that I did on my own, but it was something that I kind of... um, initiated on my own. but I don't really want to talk too much about that when I talk. I want to talk about the most recent one because yeah. I really, really worked hard on that. And that was something that I did on my own. Mm-hmm. Um, so how did I get into creative direction? I always love visuals, yeah. but I didn't know how I can actually do visuals and get them in a publication. Right. Then I realized, oh, editors are actually really important. And mm-hmm. I have some editor friends. Maybe I can ask them if they would want to write about what I'm actually creating. Mm-hmm. So the first thing I ever created that was in a publication that was on my own, I did for Savage Fancy. Mm-hmm. Savage Fancy was like, we want to send you all these stuff and we want you to create. And I was like, great, it's freaking Rihanna. I yeah. love Rihanna. I'm obsessed with her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hell yeah, send me all the <laughs> Savage Fancy you can send oh, me. That's right. And um, they sent me like this huge box and then I got to create things that I wanted to create. Mm. And then the pictures came out so dope. Yeah. That I was like, I have a friend who's a writer. Her mm-hmm. name is Shanning. She's an amazing writer. She writes for uh, Refinery29. Mm-hmm. And I pitched it to her. And I sh- actually, I just sent her the pictures. Yeah. And I was like, hey, these pictures I shot um, for Savas Fenty. What do you think about them? Would you write about this? Super low key. Mm-hmm. And she's like, yeah, these pictures are amazing. But what's your angle? Right. So that's another thing I didn't know. It's like when you're creating something that's visual mm-hmm. and editorial, what is your angle and what do you want to tell the audience? Like, what is it that you want to say? Right. Right. And then there's that. And then there's like, what is it that you want us to actually write about? Mm-hmm. So I had to come up with something. And I was like, I'm wearing pajamas in one of them. But I also have lingerie, another one. Right. And I think the article was about how to wear um, lingerie from day to night. Mm. And that was a good angle. Yeah. Yeah. And it came in and I was like, I can't lose this. I got to come with something savvy. So that was the first thing that happened. Mm -hmm. And um, Savage Fenty, Refine29. Then I started working on more things and I got something in Nylon Magazine Mm -hmm. and um, just other stuff. And then most recently, the most recent thing that I actually wasn't the main person on, um, which I'm very, very proud of that. But it was like so hard because I think when you're working with anyone that you love or friends, Mm -hmm. things get real sticky. Oh, yeah. Um, But uh, my friend Audrey Williams, she has this uh, documentary, which you guys should check out. Mm -hmm. It's called Black Girl Church. Mm -hmm. Um, When I saw the idea, I was like, oh, this is a really great idea and I believe in it can I creatively direct something? Because I also wanted to get in there doing creative direction, not me as the point person in the visual, but Mm -hmm. other people as well. And I'm like, this is my friend, so maybe she'll let me do it. And she's also, it's it was her first time, first movie. So it's like, we're all doing this first timers as first timers. Mm -hmm. And um, the visuals came out even better than we expected. I knew that it was going to be good because, I mean, I have an idea and I, mm-hmm. when I execute it, you put all your energy, you want it to be good. Right. But it came out better than expected and then it was actually supposed to go to a different publication but they didn't end up picking it up 
But then a friend of mine um, who works at Teen Vogue mm-hmm. was like, hey, these pictures are sick. Like, um, did you give this to anybody yet? Um, and I was like, um, no, but uh, <laughs> you can get you it if you, it? yeah, do you, I'm like, do you want it? You can get it if you want. Right. I would love to mm-hmm. be on Teen Vogue for this. And she's like, yeah, um, I'm going to pitch it to my editor. And I was like, okay, great. Two days later, I didn't hear from her. And I was like, oh, shit. Um, we'll see. Yeah. Then finally I heard back and I was like, yeah, this is amazing. So then um, that's how Team Vogue happened. Mm-hmm. It's really about like building, I guess, building relationships yeah. and relationships that you had. But fast forward, if I were to rewind back to four years ago mm-hmm. when I first came to New York, there was there how did i how would this even be possible right. i had no vision I, I had a vision i'm like oh i want to do this i want to be there yeah but how do you actually do that and i think that everything takes time mm-hmm. it takes um love it takes catering to your yeah. craft and i guess when you're ready to meet those right people mm-hmm. that's gonna get you to where you need to go you're gonna meet them and it's gonna link up and I think that's what's yeah. been happening. Yeah, it, it all seems to fall into place. Like, as long as you have, like, that clear vision, like, this is um, point A, point yeah. B. This is how I'm going to get there. And I'm just going to keep focusing on that path. Keep focusing on the mm-hmm. path. And the biggest thing I always say to everyone is that you can pray for something. You can want something. Yeah. But if you you pray for it, you want it, you're not working towards it. Exactly. Then you're not ready when your time comes. Mm-hmm. Like, when that girl told me, you know can she have this because she wants to write about it shit was ready already i don't know if i can swear but like it was it was ready already Mm -hmm. like i did all the work i rented the space i got the stylist i got the i created a deck which took like four or five hours going back to day Mm -hmm. casting the girls like all the work all the work that honestly takes a crew member like it takes at least like 10 15 people as Mm -hmm. a crew to do and months to do the work was already done because i did it all Mm -hmm. she had to do was write about it exactly you know which writing does take time too so i'm not taking away from her but the work was already done so i think that when your time comes you have to be ready and Mm -hmm. people say that but i really 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 mean it be Mm -hmm. ready when your time comes don't just say oh well i really want to do this and i'm not really sure how you got to do that well i got to do it because i worked hard for it you know and i prayed for it yeah you know what i always think about is like not only but be ready but like also be intentional so yes like, i was actually w- in Solange. Watch- yeah she uh, what does she what does she say she's like do everything with intention exactly but everything. i was watching the um nasty gal documentary on netflix or she's whatever amazing. it was yeah. she's amazing but or like a podcast or something she did but she was saying like she was it for her book i think so maybe so but she was saying like she kept asking you know like i want a green chevy i want a green chevy Obviously, in her mind, she was talking about the car. <laughs> yeah. But she ended up getting a green Chevy coat. It was like <laughs> buy a brand called Chevy. So it was like be specific and intentional specific. with what you want because you'll just get anything that is like a roundabout of what you want. I agree. My biggest inspiration, I think, is uh, Jim Carrey mm-hmm. and Rihanna. Yeah. And I think that there's both reasons why i'll give sh- very very short synopsis because mm-hmm. i can talk um jim carrey he was on the oprah show like years years ago yeah. he wrote a check of a million dollars himself mm-hmm. and he was broke at this time had nothing and when you're broke as an artist you're really broke because yeah. you don't have the content you don't have the way that brands are helping mm-hmm. people which in turn are helping themselves right. um make money creating content you don't have that way of leveraging financials then mm-hmm. that you do now right but um 
he was a broke person and he wrote a check to a, mil- a million dollars to himself mm-hmm. and he's like i'm gonna be able to cash this next year yeah. and he cashed it a million dollars is a lot of money to mm. cash oh my god yeah but i think that's when um i think liar liar came out and the cable oh. guy all these yeah, things yeah. came out but everything that all the writing that he was doing because mm-hmm. sometimes those writers you have things planned out but no one wants to buy your work yeah so that's another thing mm-hmm. and i guess for content creators it's like you have amazing content but no one wants to pay you for your work mm-hmm. no one wants to no one wants to put you on a campaign mm-hmm. but your work is so good so it's like how do you get there but get there while you're working yep. pray for it be mm-hmm. intentional and it will happen but you got to be ready when it's time to happen. And Rihanna, right. I mean, obviously, the, I don't uh, need to tell her. She's just Rihanna. Like, you know, well, she's not just Rihanna because the thing is, when Rihanna came out, yeah. people weren't really fucking with Rihanna. That's and true. And people be forgetting that. Mm-hmm. I don't forget that because I'm Caribbean. I remember when she first came out mm-hmm. and she was giving her reggae vibes and they're like, you know, yep. Beanie Man was out at the time. Mm-hmm. Beanie Man kind of just slowed down. White Clef is like leaving the building. Mm-hmm. Reggae kind of just started dimming down. Yeah. And she's just like, if it's loving that she wants. And it was like, wait, mm-hmm. what? What are you talking about, girl yeah. on the beach? Like, no. And the album didn't do as great. I think mm-hmm. she had just the one hit song, which yeah. was upon the replay. But then mm-hmm. it was like she had to do a whole 360, good girl gone bad, umbrella. re-image, umbrella, mm-hmm. got signed to Rock Nation. She has a whole story of like this DJ that helped her save her life, mm-hmm. introduced her, put her in front of Jay's, yeah. like a whole thing. And they thought T.R. Marie was going to be bigger than Rihanna. They literally said oh, that. Let me see where that is. They <laughs> dropped her because they thought Tierra Marie was going to be bigger mm-hmm. than Rihanna. And the thing is, being intentional, the biggest thing for me is like when you have no choice, mm-hmm. the only choice is to succeed. Yep. Then you're going to. Yep. And that's how I feel. I feel like I'm very intentional, but like I don't really have a choice. I'm not going to go back home. Mm-hmm. I don't have anyone else to help me but myself. So that's what I'm going to do. And you're not going to go back to the accounting world. No, yeah. no, 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 no. I actually don't see myself working for anyone else anymore. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't think that I'm going to be a content creator forever, but yeah. I do think that eventually I'm going to start businesses because, again, bring it back to Rihanna, like, not to say Rihanna could never be a musician forever because mm-hmm. music is her first love, but it's one of those things where I do think that you have to be smart about things. Like, yeah. don't miss your mark. Mm-hmm. Don't miss your mark when your time is hot, when your time is here. Do what you need to do to have financial stability for your future and Mm -hmm. kids if you have kids later on um but there are certain things like right now instagram is the mark like Mm -hmm. don't miss it if you have a business create that instagram for it if you have instagram to me i think is such a life changer yeah and we've seen that from all the cardi b's like Mm -hmm. all the comedians like people that are coming up on instagram you me like just people in general like it changed it's a life changer Mm -hmm. and i think the biggest thing like when i meet people from home or like just anyone yeah. else they're just like but like how are you making money like yeah but like where are you gonna go with this or mm-hmm. what do you what do you like people ask me questions that to be honest i don't think are stupid questions because they don't know yeah they don't know they're just like you're posting a picture and and what's happening mm-hmm. like or they have like the wrong idea like they think that is just posting a photo yeah like i had like a friend from home she was just like um can you teach me how to post a photo and get paid for something? <laughs> uh, like, teach me how to get free product. I do? Can like, I just get free product? Can yeah. I just like, I'm just going to start taking pictures and get free product. I'm like, it does not work like that. Yeah. But someone told me yesterday actually, and I was just like, okay. <laughs> um, they were just like, well, I just want you to know that um, I want you to be bigger than just mm. Instagram and this and that. And I think that it was coming from a good place. I yeah. really, really do. But um, in my mind, I was just like, 
you don't know my plans. Yeah. You know me. Exactly. But you don't know my plans. Or you my don't know who I at, at all. This point because life, even yeah. what I'm doing now, people didn't even think I could do. Mm-hmm. My own family, they're just like come on yeah. so you know me but you don't know my plans mm-hmm. god knows my plans yep. even some plans i don't even know my own plans mm-hmm. exactly <laughs> like know you know right. yeah so i just know that um i don't know i think that and the same people that also are very much like in a way condescending but interested in they're condescending but also very interested in what's happening right. also want to do it mm-hmm. but they're they just want to know what your response is to them of how you're getting to do what you're Mm -hmm. doing. And I think that if it's coming in a place of open mind, like I'll give you all the gems that you need to know. If you're really serious about it, Mm -hmm. you could make some really good money. I mean, look at Jackie Aina. Like there's people that are like freaking millionaires, Mm -hmm. which is crazy to me. Just off of Instagram. Just off of Instagram. Mm -hmm. Don't miss your mark. So what would you say has been like your biggest accomplishment as far as like maybe like a project that you worked on just from like your content creation standpoint i don't think i've have i don't have that yet yeah no i think right now i'm working i'm just working i'm really happy about everything that i've been doing like i've done some great things like i got to shoot with nike before Mm -hmm. nike and bandai i've got to shoot with macy's which i was actually really i was more happy about macy's because my mom yeah not like i think macy's a great company huge company Mm -hmm. but i was like i used to shop there when i was younger a lot and my mom and i would go shopping at macy's like Mm -hmm. every saturday so i feel like i was more excited about macy's because my mom actually it's like i'm doing something that she actually knows about exactly so that made me really happy Mm -hmm. and I felt proud to be a part of something that I know she recognized. Because yeah. also I'm Caribbean and Haitian. Like, I'm Haitian. Mm-hmm. And, like, um, she doesn't understand a lot of the things that's happening. Like, yeah. she doesn't care really either. Mm-hmm. As long as you don't have to ask me for anything and <laughs> mm-hmm. that's all she cares about. But I think that when I'm doing something that I think she can acknowledge, I think that really makes me happy. Yeah. But, um, no, I just feel like I'm working. And mm-hmm. I think that... I've done some really cool things with some really cool brands, yeah. with some really cool um, publications. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I don't know. So what would you say has been, like, the most difficult part about this journey of, like, full-time? Okay. Because, like, that's, like, something, like, you know, you see it on Instagram. Everybody's, like, glamorizing, like, you know, I get to go to these events. I get to do this. and work with these brands. But what's the hardest part about working for yourself? So before I answer that question, I will say this. Mm-hmm. Um, if you are uh, if you are not a full-time influencer, if you're not a full-time blogger, if you're not a full-time writer, if you're not a full-time creative, mm-hmm. that's okay. Yeah. Because your bills got to be paid. Mm-hmm. The people that are on Instagram talking about, well, um, I'm full-time and this and that, or making you feel bad for not being a full-time artist, mm-hmm. um, fuck them. Because yeah. the thing is, your bills still have to be paid. Take your time and do things at your own time when it's the best time for you. Mm-hmm. And I think that I've been to events where people will be very condescending or kind of rude to people mm. like, oh, you're not full time. Mm. And if you're not, that means you're not making money. Mm-hmm. Like you're not full time. And I'm like, OK, you could be full time and yeah. still be broke. So yeah. come on now. Mm-hmm. So I think that. Don't ever feel bad for not being full time. Do things on your own time. Save up, stack up, do what you need to do and do it on your own time because your story is going to be very different than somebody else's story. And again, like someone might know you, but they don't know your purpose. They don't know where you're going. Exactly. 
they don't even know where they're going. That's right. why they're sitting behind a desk. So it's like and asking you and asking you going. exactly. So mm-hmm. leave me alone. If I'm working my nine to five and also an artist, mm-hmm. let me do my thing. And when I'm ready to take that step, I will. Yeah. Um. So there's that. But I think the hardest thing for me is right now I'm actually signed to management, mm-hmm. and I think the hardest thing for me is getting alignment with my needs, my wants. Yeah. Um. Across to them. Okay. I don't and I don't think that working with multiple brands at the same time could also be challenging mm-hmm. because uh, when I when I was in California, I got booked for this job. And the thing about casting yeah. as when you're a model, when you're getting casted for something, they have you send in um, videos because they ask you questions to see if you're a good fit for the brand. Okay. Um, you never know if you're going to get the job because right. it's the casting. So mm-hmm. you never really know what's actually going to happen. Yeah. So don't change your life for it. Mm-hmm. That's something I learned that I was not told. Before, it's like if I'm getting casted for something, I'd be like, I'm not leaving. No, I'm changing this ticket. I'm doing. Yeah. And I'm not doing the most anymore. I'm. If I get this, then you're going to pay for me to get there. Exactly. If I was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. If you really think that I'm worth it. Right. And that's kind of what happened in California. So I was in California. Mm-hmm doing work stuff and then i got booked for the alta beauty refinery 29 job and then um i had to fly back to new york Mm. and i think that was kind of hard for me just because now i realize sometimes celebrities when they're doing all these like um if they have a movie going coming out or Mm -hmm. they're doing all these tours it gets really exhausting because i was so tired coming from a different time zone having 8 a.m call time Mm -hmm. and then that same day my manager texted me and told me oh well but um (laughs) it was for origins and i had they were like oh super bad news and i knew the thing is management knows they think that we're robots yeah but i'm not a robot Mm -hmm. but she texted me she's like oh super bad news um but the they had to expedite the post and we actually need all the content by end of day Keep in mind, I'm on set from my call time's 8 a.m. Yeah. I came from a flight from a different time zone. Mm-hmm. I got home at 2 a.m., call time 8 a.m. I'm losing four hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I have to wake up at 6 a.m. to be at the place at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. in hair and makeup. And you're on set for 10, 12 hours. Yeah, like when and, are you going to And then she's just like, oh, well, I'm super bad. That's why they say super bad news. Mm-hmm. But uh, we actually need this right. by end of day. Or you're going to lose the campaign. And I'm just like, oh, okay. All I all I text was like, okay. I'm someone that's very like, I don't like pressure. I don't do well with pressure. Mm -hmm. I think because I I also battle anxiety. So like, I don't do well with pressure. Like, you're going to do, you're going to keep that information that you just gave me to yourself. Mm -hmm. I'm going to acknowledge it. And I'm going to move on. Yeah. Because if I don't, then I'm going to be worrying. I'm going to be on set, like worrying about the pictures that I have to take. Mm -hmm. So I think stuff like that is challenging when you're trying to do multiple things at yeah. once and it all has to be done mm-hmm. so i still did it yeah of course <laughs> i went you're, home you're gonna always find time yes to do it, yeah. i still went home and i still did it and i got home i think maybe it was like nine or something yeah and i still shot it's ig and the thing is people think that shooting photos shooting content is just shooting content yeah. no you shoot especially if you're editing yourself you're shooting content yeah you're finding out if it's the right thing, mm-hmm. looking at the brief, making yep. sure you have everything that they want mm-hmm. in the photo, then editing the photos, doing video. If you're getting Insta stories, having to do Insta stories, if you're talking, saying the right information, doing that. So it took, it's like coming from a 10-hour a workday, going mm-hmm. into another two-hour workday, 
and then finally going to sleep and it was a two-day shoot so i had yeah. to wake up again um this time the call time was earlier oh my god <laughs> so i think stuff like that is a little bit hard when you have to do multiple things mm -hmm. and people will say oh my god like um how come you're not posting on insta story as much like i don't see you doing this mm -hmm. I, I don't see you doing that well, uh, actually, I'm living my life. I'm working behind the scenes. <laughs> I'm, I'm working yeah. behind the scenes. And I think that I don't have time to be on Instagram all the time, yeah. although I'm always creating stuff yeah. for Instagram. Mm -hmm. So I think that's the hardest thing is just trying to manage multiple things. And the way I see it is that I asked for this, so that's why I'm willing to work exactly. for it. I don't mind being tired. Mm -hmm. I don't mind um, thriving and doing what I need to do to get things done. Yeah. But I also don't ever want to give bad work. So mm -hmm. I will take my time. I will be very tedious and how and tedious and also very intentional yeah. on how I do things um, because I asked for this. Exactly. So I'm not going to complain. I'm just going to work. Yeah, I think like a really good, important part to just mention from what you said is that like, you know, of course, you're going to make the deadline. You're going to make the timeline, but it's about making it on your own time. Yes. So, like, if you were to get stressed out during that 10-hour day, mm -hmm. flustered, you wouldn't even be in tune with what you're currently doing. Mm -hmm. And then you would get home yes. flustered, and then you would produce not good content at all. One thing at a time. Yeah. And I do think that accounting goes into actually my everyday life mm -hmm. as well. I went to school for business. Um, I went to school for accounting and manager information systems. Yeah. And I think that they both still actually align very well with my life mm -hmm. because what I learned in school and what I learned from work is just being very organized yeah. and being able to manage tasks, mm -hmm. multiple tasks at the same time yeah. and still being very effective. Mm -hmm. Like for you to do you have 10 tasks today how are you going to do these 10 tasks yeah and actually do all of them well mm -hmm. not all of them okay but how are you going to do all of them well exactly and i think that right now i have so many brand part i have more brand partnerships now than i've ever had mm -hmm. before um and being able to manage all of the tasks yeah that aligns with the brand mm -hmm. listening to what they need me to do mm -hmm. i love when the brands are super chill yeah like i did a I just finished shooting like a bunch of stuff for Hue, mm -hmm. um, Hue Legwear. It's like uh, socks, uh, tights, H-U-E. They're super great. Mm -hmm. You probably purchased them. You don't even know that I you purchased have. Hue. Um, but uh, they were super chill. But yeah. that's one of the brands where I think they're just starting to work with influencers. Mm -hmm. So they don't really necessarily. They're like, whatever she wants to do is great. And I'm yeah. like, I love you. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have to do like I can just be myself exactly. and not to say like when I'm creating other content, I'm mm -hmm. not myself, but I'm myself with the brand in mind. Yeah. And that's another thing. It's like one people have to pay the bills. So I think another thing that I've heard with people, it's like this, like consumers on Instagram. If mm -hmm. you're following someone, people will follow and unfollow people. I do think that sometimes too much brand work can be very like, yeah. it's like, okay, girl, mm -hmm. we get it. You, you working with brands and you, you're getting this bag, yeah. but also remember why you started so mm -hmm. don't always just do all brand work yeah um i feel like this summer because i was going through my own personal mm -hmm. things i kind of fell into that where yeah. i was just getting i was just doing all brand ad posts yeah and um it didn't really feel good because mm -hmm. when i went back on my feet i'm like damn i am not being as creative as i right. usually was but i was going through my own stuff and i'm like yeah sorry yeah i'm glad but you mentioned that because like you know, sometimes when you have so much brand work, like it's hard to, you know, match it with your own voice too mm -hmm. when you're looking at the guidelines. So how do you kind of like maintain like an authentic voice to where it's not like your audience is like, oh, she's just talking about another brand and she's going to be over it and talking about another one next mm -hmm. week. 
I say no to things. Yeah. I say no to things now. Mm-hmm. I feel like um, it's so weird because a year so much can change. Yeah. When I was still working on Wall Street and I was just like really just trying to get into this kind of world that I'm in now, I um, would kind of say yes to a lot of things. Yeah. Because I didn't, f- I was like, I feel so lucky that you even want to work with me. And mm-hmm. I still feel very lucky that brands want to work with me. Yeah. But I do, I'm very intentional with brands that I work with. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that if it doesn't align, I'm not a fake person. Right. Um, although I don't plan on doing this forever, but while I'm doing it, again, doing something well, but doing something for myself. I don't see myself doing things that I don't think that I would actually wear. Right. I would actually put on my face, mm-hmm. like for makeup. I don't, uh, I don't collaborate with any brand that I don't think respects me Uh, you're not giving me the rate that i deserve it's okay um maybe next time yeah maybe next time you'll you'll think that i'm this expensive Mm -hmm. but um i know that i am right so so sorry but um maybe next time we can work together but at this moment i can't Mm -hmm. um thank you so much for reaching out but i don't think i'll be coming to this event i don't need to tell you why yeah (laughs) it just i don't have time or Mm -hmm. i just don't think your brand aligns with me so i think that Working with brands that you actually love Mm -hmm. works. And I think that my audience kind of knows, like, because I am usually pretty excited to work with a lot of brands because I really wanted to work with these brands Mm -hmm. and I'm very excited about it. But I'm not um, this type of person that's like everything and everything I'm saying yes to. Mm -hmm. Because then what is it that you actually believe in? Exactly. Which is nothing. And I'm not that person. Yeah, I feel like this is like a good transition into talking about like the content creator space and um, some gaps that you feel like you see. Like, I know for me, like, I feel like I see a lot of gaps in um, people being authentic with Mm -hmm. their audience and people being transparent in their messaging. But what are some things that you feel like could be better in that space? In the influencer space? Mm -hmm. There's so many things that could be better. Yeah. I think that, um, but that's with anything, right? I think that right now the influencer space is so new still. Mm -hmm. And I say new because any budget, any, I can not speak English, any (laughs) business that's under 10 years old Mm -hmm. is still considerably new. Yeah. Um, You can, by 10 years old, most people don't even get return on investment if Mm -hmm. you buy property, right? Right. So I do think that, with something new, brands are still getting to know how to align themselves with you. You're still getting to know how to align yourself with brands mm-hmm. and with your audience. Right. And if your audience is growing and how to even manage that as well. Yeah. I think that the biggest thing I would say I would love to see change is the less cattiness, especially mm-hmm. when it comes to females yeah. and males, mm-hmm. because the males blogger world is a whole other story. <laughs> uh, one of my good friends is a male blogger and... Uh, it's, I've heard some crazy, crazy stuff. I'm so sure. it's real catty. And mm-hmm. I think that I actually was listening to one of the podcasts that you guys had with um, Chelsea mm-hmm. and Chrissy uh, earlier yesterday. And um, one of the things that you guys were talking about is sharing the space to be uh, not necessarily, you guys didn't use the word vulnerable, but I'm saying vulnerable yeah. with your peer, mm-hmm. um, which is your colleague, yeah. your other influencer friend, in terms of being informative of what's happening, mm-hmm. right? So. A lot of times when you go on brand trips, which I've been on brand trips, I think brand trips is when I've been able to actually get down to business with, like, other influencer girls where we're we're actually real. Because, to be honest, being a freelance person, you spend a lot of time alone. And I think that's something that I guess we don't really speak 
on mm-hmm. as much. I actually miss the going into the office, yeah. the going in and being you know that you need to be there right right um by 9 Mm -hmm. a.m now it's like i create my own schedule or i'm setting up meetings or people yeah i'm still having to be somewhere Mm -hmm. at a certain time but it's not the same i guess the word i'm looking for is consistency yeah yeah and i like that but i do think that in terms of going back to what you're saying the Mm -hmm. actual question is the gap the only time you're actually gonna have time to really talk about what we all really want to know. Yeah. Am I being underpaid? Am I, um, can I work with this company? Mm-hmm. Are they working with people of color? Why are they not working with people of color? Yeah. If you are someone of color that they work with, how did you get that? Mm-hmm. Can you answer me? Or are you just going to keep it to yourself type of thing? Those questions will never really be answered yeah. because we don't see each other. Mm-hmm. The only time we see each other is at events and no one's going to be talking about, well, girl, how much did you get for this thing? I saw yeah. it. it was huge. Like, congratulations. But like, what's the tea right no one's gonna be talking about that at an event yeah but i do think that if you choose to have coffee with someone mm-hmm. or tea, i don't drink coffee i'm just saying coffee because i know <laughs> people drink coffee yeah i'm a tea person but um i think that's when you can get those answers yeah. but then people don't usually ever want to actually meet up either exactly so i think that <laughs> the, the, biz, the big new york thing is like Oh my God, girl! I love you. Let's have brunch. Yes, and I'm like, that's a thing in LA too. No, it is. And I'm like, (laughs) yesterday we went to this event, um, CultureCon, which was amazing. Yeah, I'm so sad Um, I missed it. Yeah, it was. It was really, really, really good. And uh, there was a lot of that too. And it was. It was great. Mm -hmm. I mean, listen. I love everyone that was there because it's very rare that you see so mm-hmm. many beautiful people that are creatives in the same space. Like right. Chase Ellis Ross mm-hmm. was there. Oh I was my like, god! Fuck. And Elaine, um, first of Elaine all. interviewed her. Oh that was awesome. She gave out books, which I didn't even get a book because it was too late. I was like watching Dave East talk. Oh, I like mm-hmm. him. Um, and Justine Sky and Kofi Serbo was there. There was mm-hmm. so many like. Regina King was there, uh, Sanaa Lathan, like so many amazing people. So those places, I think that people were more open to having conversation because people are networking. Mm -hmm. But there was definitely a lot of like, let's get brunch, girl. Mm -hmm. And I told my friend, I was just like, you know, we not about to get no brunch with nobody. (laughs) (laughs) But it's nice to say. And I think that if you really are, again, intentional and you really want to have brunch with someone, yeah. I would say follow up. And yeah. that's when you'll get the answers to any gap questions mm-hmm. that you might have, especially as a beginner starting off. Yeah. Um, for me, I had to find all my answers on my own, and mm-hmm. I'm still finding out answers. Yeah. I didn't really ask anyone for help because I'm also, I think that's the Caribbean in me, is like we, we're more, I, I stay quiet and I watch, and mm-hmm. I'm not really good at asking for help because I'm, the yeah. I'm just like, I'm just going to observe and I'm going to see what's going on and how to get to where I get. Yeah. and. If it's meant for me, it will happen mm-hmm. and it will develop. Um, so, but I'm also not like I've helped a lot of people. I've had um, lunch with people, yep. bunch of people mm-hmm. that I know that are starting off because I do that only because I knew I didn't have that. Yeah. That's the only reason why I do mm-hmm. it. If you have any questions, if you, I literally am very open to yeah. doing that because I feel like that's a part of my mission as well. Mm-hmm. Is if I can help you in any way that I can, I will do that because yeah. I didn't have that. Exactly. So, yeah. Yeah, I I think that that's so important. I mean, sometimes you like help people and then they don't even end up following at all. Following through, just like girl, what about the all the advice that I gave you? The what people happened? don't they don't care. The thing is, people <laughs> people want things they don't want to work for it. They want it to happen 
quickly. Yes, yes. They just, they see it. They mm-hmm. want it. And that's the same thing when someone was telling me, like, well, I just want you to really be great outside of Instagram when Instagram is done and da-da-da. And I'm just like, first of all, let me tell you something. <laughs> Facebook bought Instagram mm-hmm. because they are intentional. Yep. They knew what was up. Mm-hmm. Facebook is not MySpace and very rich. MySpace didn't move on yeah. from the top five, mm-hmm. the top ten, whatever. Right. It did not move on from mm-hmm. that and just creating a, a page, like yeah. make it pretty. Facebook, Instagram is here mm-hmm. for a very long time. Yeah. And I'm not, I, the, if, if the internet shuts down, which it's not, Kids are getting smarter, Mm -hmm. which means IT people are getting smarter and they want more Mm -hmm. and they want more and they want more. I don't even need to be on the space of Instagram to know that Instagram is going to go because I know I'm not going to be flexing on the Instagram at 50 or 60. (laughs) I could be, but I'm not. That's I don't think that's going to be my end all be all. But Mm -hmm. I do know that it's going to be in a place that is way bigger than I could even have imagined. Yeah, because I think that the way and Instagram is doing this thing is. They're hiring such young people, which a lot of other companies Mm -hmm. never really thought of doing. Mm. We that means that us as young people, us as millennials, the Z generation, all of us are creating things that we want, Mm -hmm. that we want to see. And if we're creating things that we want, that we want to see, people spend more time on Instagram than they do in any other app. And you're telling me, oh, I just really want you to bless yourself. Let me bless myself. And let me do me because I know where this is going. And that's another thing. Instagram has um, uh, create. They have a new uh, the creator, the creators yeah, yeah. Uh, Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that's for people because I've been to the Instagram office multiple times yeah. where they invite influencers, creators um, to learn more of mm-hmm. how to re up. Yeah. And they tell you secrets of things that are happening on Instagram right now. I already knew they were happening because mm-hmm. Instagram told us it was yeah. happening because every day they're growing and growing and growing. And I don't think that there's not an app that's going to ever not come out that's yeah. going to go and blow Instagram off. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you right now, Instagram is willing to buy it. Yeah. <laughs> whoever, know, that, right. whoever that whoever that 18-year-old or that 21, 21-year-old kid that's creating an amazing, cool mm-hmm. app, Instagram's like, cool, got it. Got you, Jif. Yeah. We got you, Snapchat. We got you, Facebook. We got you, everything, because they know that they're here to stay. And that's mm-hmm. because these are young consumers creating things that they want yeah i'm really curious to see um because i know that one of the up-and-coming apps is tiktok and a lot of people love tiktok a lot of people and like gary v was saying like if you're not on tiktok you need to get on there now yeah between that linkedin and pinterest like all of that can drive back to instagram yeah essentially so i I can't wait to see like listen once tiktok gets to become a competitor for instagram yes once tiktok becomes more because right now TikTok is fun. Yeah. I feel like a lot, a lot of the of kids. Yeah, very, yeah. very young. Like my cousins that are like 12, 13, mm-hmm. they're on TikTok doing crazy videos. Yeah. But TikTok reminds me very much of Vine. It wasn't, it's Same. not too much of a, of, oh my God, this is a very right. original idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and nothing really is, you know. Yeah. Instagram is not too original, but it is original yeah. because they have creators creating original things. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah, TikTok reminds me very much of Vine and you're going to have people probably blowing up from TikTok because it's growing. Because TikTok is a brand. They actually were paying people to advertise TikTok uh. two years ago. They asked me to advertise TikTok yeah. about two years ago. And now, two years now, people are like, TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. Mm. Um, but that's how apps kind of start. They, yeah. I mean, you know that as yeah. an influencer. They always ask you, um, can you 
talk about this and yeah. use the app and so again tiktok is finding people on what app mm-hmm. instagram <laughs> to get them to come to their exactly. app you know what i mean because they know where it's at but i do think that tiktok is growing but yeah. once it becomes a competitor mm-hmm. and who knows the negotiations are probably already happening because yeah. we don't know all mm-hmm. we see is the title and be like tiktok was just yep. purchased by instagram mm-hmm. well by facebook and blah 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 but right now they're just chilling and they're having fun but yeah. if it becomes too much of a competitor i'm telling you right now if instagram if facebook is unable to buy them yeah. they will create uh version similar. something very similar that's gonna wave it out yeah snapchat i oh still use God. snapchat mm-hmm. right now with like my close friends and family yeah i was gonna uh, say snapchat. but snapchat is still working snapchat mm-hmm. is still happening yeah for people that it's like a less professional uh, yeah, version of life for mm-hmm. instagram it's basically like the close friends yeah very close friends instagram mm-hmm. and uh that's what i use it for at least not yeah. anything crazy but uh instagram wiped it off like insta stories people are getting paid for insta stories yeah i um i, I will never forget like it was like kylie jenner made a tweet like um oh I'm yeah not even on snapchat yeah. anymore instagram yeah and it decreased and by like 15 percent. it was gone she's still on snapchat though yeah no, she's she so dip and dabby yeah yeah of course she's she still is. on snapchat so speaking of kylie jenner too who are like some of your favorite girl bosses right now or like people that you love to follow for like inspiration motivation kylie jenner is not one of them so i would remove that from that sentence Uh, (laughs) (laughs) listen i respect her swag i I respect everything that she's done because she took something that she knew that she could make money Mm -hmm. from makeup and her change of a face um but uh she's definitely not someone that inspired to be Mm -mm. like um i would say my girl bosses are rihanna Mm -hmm. first she's like the epitome of a boss to me yeah aside from her being caribbean i know i like i'm i'm coming from an immigrant family i'm first generation i think that again when you have no choice the work ethic for me is so different and i just love her work ethic and Mm -hmm. how she's still able to be someone that you can speak to like i went to the savage fancy show Mm -hmm. we were backstage like it was like a amazing experience but also the people that she had in the show everyone was no one was too bougie yeah other than like the migos they're very like but uh uh Mm -hmm. no one backstage was Mm -hmm. too bougie like she had caribbean food everything like it was just like knowing who you are knowing where you come from you just so happen Mm -hmm. yeah you you just so happen to be a billionaire now right you just so happen to care about other people that is not one shade right you know you just so happen to do these things and Mm -hmm. you are making money for yourself and for your family and for your future Mm -hmm. but you're still human and you're dope ass human Mm -hmm. and i love that and i think she's great so she's my first girl boss that i love yeah um and probably one of the only ones that i guess that's semi-young because everyone else i look up to is like michelle obama Mm -hmm. oprah yeah Ellen, I mm-hmm. love Ellen. I just love some Ellen. She's amazing. Um, Jessica Alba, surprisingly. I'm a very financial person. That's why I went to school for accounting yeah. because I, I love business. I love the aspect of it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like this is, I'm Instagram right now is my platform to get me to where I need to go. Yeah. Um, but Jessica Alba's amazing. Isn't and it crazy like how much she's evolved? <sighs> she's evolved. Since that movie, Honey. Listen, like, I, I can't first even. of all, <laughs> Jessica Alba is one of the highest paid actresses because mm-hmm. they as- apparently think that's still her title, but she is a businesswoman. Yep. She has one of the biggest, biggest mm-hmm. businesses for children yep. and childhood stuff. Like, 
she's a billionaire on mm. her own yep. and people were not expecting that from her no, but she's weren't. killing it yeah so she's to me like an amazing girl boss yeah she's yeah. awesome oh and um ava cool. duvernay oh can't forget her sorry i, I love her and tracy ellis ross <laughs> 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 we just don't keep going down the line because there's so uh, many people that are killing it right now. Tracy Ellis Ross is literally a producer now. Mm-hmm. She's directing her own show. Like, and she's and so much herself. Like, so much herself. Through through so herself. much herself. She said uh, on stage yesterday mm-hmm. that she's 46 years old. Mm-hmm. She's single. She's not married. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that she said the last three years of her life was the most amazing years of her life. Mm-hmm. Um, Personally, I love that. That's like a part of her story. I don't yeah. want to be 46 and not married. That's what? just for me. But mm-hmm. I'm saying that's what she was saying. And how for the last three years, she I don't know if you remember, there was an article that came out about her not getting enough pay as her counterpart on the show Blackish. Mm-hmm. And she was saying how because I think the question was, when does it ever get easier to try to negotiate um, your worth and yeah. things like that? And um, when does just being as big as you are ever mm-hmm. get easier yeah and it never does was her response mm-hmm. because um when that article came out that she was looking to get paid because she wasn't getting paid as much right. um as her counterpart she said that she was just like oh my god like yeah. everyone's gonna know and i'm gonna have to get a response like what if i what if it turns out that i don't get this raise like now everyone's gonna know and like how am mm-hmm. i how are you gonna maneuver it and it's like thinking right. about what everybody else is thinking about mm-hmm. but also thinking about yourself because you are asking more because you deserve it right but thank god it pulled through she yeah. got what she needed mm-hmm. and now she has her own show yep. she has her own spinoff and mm-hmm. she has her own thing but f- coming from she said she was 27 when girlfriends first came on mm-hmm. That was her first big role. They were just actors. They had no voice in anything, which is yeah. why I guess like Charlemagne had a uh, interview with the Girlfriends cast. Yeah, you yeah. should check it out if mm-hmm. you haven't. It's amazing. And if you're a Girlfriends fan. <laughs> um, but uh, they had no say. She was just an actor. She yeah. had nothing. And then she had like, I don't know if you realize, but she had a huge gap from Girlfriends of kind she of did. just like just being ross diana ross's daughter yeah you know f- mm-hmm. come from in, coming from a authentic amazing show like girlfriends that was for the culture yeah to just now trying to figure out life right, right? and now she's an executive producer mm-hmm. and she is helping and she's in the writer's room yeah. and she's casting she has her own hair care brand that is sold out everywhere mm-hmm. like that's to me that's like that's the definition of a girl boss because everything takes time yeah and walking in your purpose and knowing who you are same thing with rihanna it took her years to get Mm -hmm. here people hate on beyonce but it took her years to be beyonce like it nothing ever things just take time so i think that that's the biggest thing as if i if anyone can learn anything today if you ever are willing to take the risk to be a creative because no one is not a lot of people are willing to take that risk yeah and that's why i think that you probably get paid so much to be a creative when you finally make it Mm -hmm. because the average human being, we are taught to be in a systematic world. We are taught to work for someone else. Mm -hmm. We are taught to go get that office job, go work in the medical um, center or whatever, like go be the best engineer you Mm -hmm. can, which are also amazing jobs. You know what I mean? If you actually want to do that, if you actually want to be an engineer, Mm -hmm. if you actually want to save the world, want to save a life, not because you think that this is going to be a good job to make means for yourself. Mm -hmm. Because if anything you guys learned today, there's so many ways to make means for yourself. 
as a creative, but it does take time and you have to be patient. And when it happens, mm -hmm. don't miss your mark. You gotta blow when it's time to blow. Yeah, I think it's so important to say too, is like we live in a society, especially as women, where we put age on like a oh lot of things. Oh my god, yeah. Like I, wanna I think I do that to myself. Too, I so think I do it too. And like it's I unfortunate. I realized that I did it um, you know, because like now like I'm like, oh like a few years ago I probably would have thought I would have been married at this point or yeah. whatever. But like don't put age restrictions on anything because like Tracy Ellis First of all, you're in a cute ass relationship. So I peep you on girl. Instagram. So I soon hope maybe that engagement is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanna speak it out into I the think universe. If you want it to come, <laughs> it will. You'll know. Yeah, You'll know. in it. He better if you hear this, you better <laughs> But yeah, like I was just like, don't don't put age restrictions on anything. Like, yeah, I mean, you never know. Like I didn't move here. I think I moved here 2016. Mm. So like my and look at you now. Right. It's like you just never know. Like podcast events. Mm -hmm. You got to be open to Influencer. it all and be ready. Like you said, you have to be ready. And that's mm -hmm. the thing. I, I think that I've always also been a dreamer. Yeah. I was also a kid that would like over embellish, you know, like in school, you always have to how was your summer? Well, my summer was super. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is your sign? <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Okay, I'm a Gemini. I'm the same way. I'm a Capricorn. I would like always over, like, and that's why I love acting because yeah, I'm just yeah. like, well, how are you? I can, you know, <laughs> turn on my accents anytime yeah. I want to. You know, I'm pretty good at the Brit accent. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm just like someone that just always wants more and elevated. Like, I see something mm -hmm. even if no one else in the room sees yeah. it. Um, some of it is not, not always good. Right, There's yeah. that. But like, mm -hmm. um, I also just imagine things and I see them and I know that it can be possible yeah. because it literally can be possible. And when I moved to New York mm -hmm. was more of a realization of how possible things really mm -hmm. were simply because I saw people doing such amazing things. Like yeah. I actually just saw you at a party and now you're modeling for Vogue. Mm -hmm. This actually makes no sense. Wait, what? If I'm in a room with you, that so something that I did when I went to the oh. Savage Fenty show uh -huh. was so funny. <laughs> I want to hear. If Rihanna ever listens to this podcast, <laughs> she'll be like, "Wait, what?" Well, so, actually, this podcast is very high in Barbados. Really? Maybe, yeah. Hey, shout out to all my Bayans. <laughs> I'm not Bayan, but I'm Caribbean. So, blah blah. But uh, uh, no. So I work with Savage Fenty a lot, and they mm -hmm. invited me to come to the show, and we got to be on the stage with yeah. everyone. So like, people were tagging me on when they watched the Savage Fenty show. They're like, "Oh my god, I saw you!" I'm mm -hmm. like, "Yeah, I was just there, but I wasn't in in the show. Right, I was right. just on stage, so that they saw. Then they actually saw me on camera. Mm -hmm. But because we were on stage when the show finished, they had this water where Rihanna was in the water. Yeah. Um, performing on top of the water mm -hmm. Migos was performing there all these people so when the show was over we had to walk off on stage so I touched the water I was <laughs> like I'm trying to bless myself because y'all killing it so I'm trying to be on that level <laughs> so hopefully you know I'll meet Rihanna on another day and actually be in a show girl I would have touched that water I would have actually I had to I literally had water. to and the security guard was like you need to keep it moving I was like yeah wait a second <laughs> let me grab my bottle so I can get <laughs> literally and bring it bless home. my water Pray on this water real quick. Well, while we're talking about like New York, final thoughts for someone who is you know aspiring to touch into some of the realms that you have, and they're looking to move to New York, start a career. What is like one key thing you would say to them? It's low key something I would tell my younger self. Mm -hmm. You actually don't necessarily need to move to New York right away. Mm. Don't move until you're ready. Mm -hmm. So there's that. If you're a college student and you're going to school in the suburbs or something like that, mm -hmm. or you don't have the means to actually move to New York because New York is very expensive. And that's yeah. something people 
either will tell you, have told you, mm. you'll see it when you're trying to look for apartments yeah. or in general, but it's also not easy to find an apartment mm-hmm. on your own. It's not easy to live here. You can easily spend $1,000 in a week. Yep. That's if it's four weeks, 4K. If you can't afford, if you, something that Jay-Z always says, if you can't buy it twice, mm-hmm. you can't afford it. Yep. And that's the biggest thing. If you mm-hmm. can't buy it twice, then you can't afford it. And I do think that there's beauty and struggle. So if you're willing to do the struggle and yeah. come here at a young age, come do it. Because you'll probably make it out at a younger age, which right. is great. Mm-hmm. But um, if you don't have the means to move, whether it's moving to New York, moving to L.A., moving right. to Chicago, moving to Atlanta, moving to anywhere that's different from where your norm is, mm-hmm. um, don't do it until you're ready. Yeah. And when I say that, it doesn't mean that you shouldn't be working while you're doing that. Right. While you're getting yourself ready. Mm-hmm. Keep working. If you need, if you want to be an influencer on Instagram, start creating content that you think that aligns with who you are but would be relatable to others. Yeah. If you want to start a podcast, mm-hmm. start the podcast wherever you are. And for something to save money, have an event in New York. You exactly. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Start, start getting to like fly out and have a buzz but you don't have to actually be in new york just right now right and when you get there when you finally get to new york mm. or la or wherever then um you're you're ready yeah. you know you're ready and i think that's what i would tell my younger self mm-hmm. because um i was broke for like at least a few months yeah. and i was like damn and i remember my ex-boyfriend at the time was telling me well um because he was a dancer mm-hmm. and he was just like well mika you know you can um go and be a barista and um you don't have to do accounting anymore and i was like wait what uh you don't know me (laughs) you don't know me at all actually because i did not go to four years university where my mom paid all this money Mm -hmm. and i have all this knowledge working for a big four accounting firm for you to tell me well you should go be a barista and oh, go you. go to auditions <laughs> and hey, go be a barista. I'm gonna go do that tomorrow. Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> boy, you do not know me, and that's why we're not together. Hey. Like hey, you know, man. like you don't know me at all. I yeah. love money. I love to work. Yeah. So what I am going to do is not be a barista <laughs> and not listen to you. I'm gonna do and the opposite. I'm going to do the opposite and I'm going to take a way that I think will work for Mm -hmm. me where I cannot have to ask my mom for anything but give to her Mm -hmm. where I can pay my bills and while I'm doing that still working on my craft which is exactly what I did working while still work walking in my purpose Mm -hmm. I went and got a job got a great job had benefits and while I was doing that I started my blog Mm -hmm. I had money now I can start a blog I can purchase a website right now i have a job i can pay a photographer mm-hmm. to take a picture of me now i have a job i can actually buy anything that i want that i want to wear in these photos like exactly if i didn't have a job i didn't have no money and i listened to my man telling me to go be a barista no exactly. <laughs> i wouldn't be not. where i am right now mm-hmm. and i think that making executive decisions that you think will yep. work for you not listen to everybody else like if you are okay with being broke be broke and be in that struggle and do what you have to do to do for yourself mm-hmm. but knowing you have a vision yeah but for me i need money because i like nice things yeah i need to eat <laughs> yeah. i need to live to survive you know and i have to take care of my family yeah. so it's like for me it's like i don't have the capabilities or the privilege to not work and yeah. i have to work so i think that yeah i think do things while you're ready don't listen to everything else mm-hmm. use instagram as an outlet use yeah. instagram as an inspiration mm-hmm. don't use instagram as a end-all be-all yeah. because you can't end up being like me because there's only one of me yeah. i can't end up being like you because there's only one of mm-hmm. you your dna is not my dna right. but my dna can inspire yours yep. 
my DNA can get you to where you want to go. Maybe mm-hmm. it can give you the insight of a vision, how to get there. Yeah. I can tell you the ingredients, but it's not going to shake up to be mine. Right. You know what I mean? And I think that that's what God wants. You yeah. know, like God is God is someone that is bigger than we even know mm-hmm. to be. But he created these humans that have different personalities yep. and essentially wants us to work together to be a better humankind. Mm-hmm. And the only way you can really do that is by giving insight and yep. helping one another. Mm-hmm. But just know everyone has their own purpose. And yeah, start. Don't wait to start. Start now. If you want to do it, post a selfie. It yeah. all really starts with selfie. You have it natural does. hair, show, y- show off your hair. Mm-hmm. Get a few likes. Who knows? A yeah. company might see that. Mm-hmm. You don't have a lot of followers. That's okay because they still work with people. It's a way. It's They might not pay you for your work right away, yeah. but it's a way to get there. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you this much. Brands are always watching. Mm-hmm. I low-key always see like PR people on my Insta stories yeah. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't even follow, but they're watching you. Yeah. So I'm just like, people are always watching. You never know who's watching you at all. All yeah. you do is just wake up, you get an email, mm-hmm. you get a DM, like, I think you would be amazing for this campaign. Yep. And it's like, you what? Uh-huh. You think what? Oh, great. And I think that's why for me, I think everything is a blessing. Any and every collaboration. Mm-hmm. You're paying me because you thought I was worth paying for. Yeah. You reached out because you thought I could create something mm-hmm. for you. That is a blessing. Mm-hmm. Because who could ever think that someone would want them? And I think that's with anything. It's like, you really are paying someone. You're really, you want to meet up with someone to get to know someone yeah. as a person mm-hmm. just because they're themselves. Exactly. Like I'm paying you to be yourself mm-hmm. for I my th- brand. I think that's like the most important thing that people have to realize. Like you, sure, like you can get inspiration from someone, but if you're not being like 100% yourself and you don't have something else to offer that other people. The longevity won't last. Like that. it won't last and it the brands last. are easily going to go for someone else who is more more original in Mm -hmm. that aspect so i agree everything Mm. you share today i mean you drop gems like and i feel like people are really gonna appreciate like what you have to say your messaging and your journey i hope so so be yourself guys be yourself because when i was working on wall street i was not myself Mm -hmm. i all like i was i was a different version of myself because i was still working i was still doing work but i was a different version of myself Mm -hmm. and now i can I have a platform where I can say whatever I want to say yeah. and not get in trouble because as per my last email. <laughs> oh, girl, you don't know. Like, still working at 9 to 5 life. I, it's so many days. Don't catch me on a Monday either because... Oh. Because I was that person. I was like, I was that per my last email person because I'm like, I'm, I said this to you already. How do you not understand? <laughs> per my last email attached. <laughs> That's I was that person. And now yeah. I'm just like... I'm living my life. Mm-hmm. I'm doing what I want to do. Yep. Every day is not happy yeah. at all, at no means. Mm-hmm. And you definitely have, it's either you're really, really busy mm-hmm. or you're not. Yeah. And that's as a creator. That's why sometimes I realize I do see a lot of, sometimes musicians will go off course of life and they're like, where were they? But you have a lot of free time or you yeah. have no time. Mm-hmm. So it's what you do with that too. That's so true. So platforms, where can we find you? 
Um, you can find me on Instagram, M-I-C-A-E-L-A, which is my name, Mikaela, last name, V-E-R-R-E-L-I-E-N. It's my full name, <laughs> and it was very long, but it's worth a follow. We are going to put it in the show notes. I want to thank you so much for being on the show. Like, I appreciate everything. Thank you for you having said. me. Thank you for asking me. It's my first podcast. So I'm excited. Yes. And I'm excited that one of my best friends, Kimberly Garcon, is her name. She's here. Hey I've girl. known her since fourth <laughs> grade, and she's here in the, uh, what is this called? This little Canal Street, Canal Market. Street Market radio place, which is so nice. It's cool. Yeah, so excited to have you. Can't I feel like you're meant to be on a mic. You should really start like doing maybe radio. Oh. Well, girl, maybe your podcast can I get to another level. I really hope so. Not maybe speaking your podcast will get to another level. Yes, manifest it, please. Um, <laughs> we're speaking it all into the universe today. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This was presented in partnership with Listening Party. Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market. And of course, follow us on Instagram at The Female Millennial. We will talk to you next week. Bye. <laughs>